You're listening to Staying in the Game, a Plum Dragon Herbs podcast where we have conversations on achieving greater health and fitness and natural ways to manage pain. I'm your host, Janelle Leatherwood. Joining us today is Tom Voss, a world champion martial artist, a skilled stunt fighter, actor, fitness expert, and motivational speaker. Tom will be sharing how he was introduced to a Filipino stick fighting art through a student of Bruce Lee's training partner and used the ancient practice of Qigong to overcome chronic pain and serious health problems. He then went on to become a world champion stick fighter. Tom believes in the power of vision and commitment, and his motto, Never Give Up, is a strong theme in today's interview. Well, welcome, Tom Voss, to the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're happy that you're joining us today. I'm happy to, uh, to be joining you as well. So I was wondering if you can tell me how you got into martial arts fighting. Well, I got into martial arts about 10, 10 to 12 years ago. I started doing boxing, and um, I had been doing uh, fitness and bodybuilding for many years. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was actually introduced way early. When I was about seven, I did take Wando for a short while in, in Denmark, where I was born, and then got into fitness and, and, and bodybuilding when I was in my teens. And when I then was in my 20s, um, I was introduced to to boxing, and then kickboxing and Muay Thai, and then jujitsu, and then in 2010, 2011, I was introduced to the art of uh, Eskrima, or Arnis, or the indigenous name Pakamut, which is uh, Filipino stick fighting, sticks, knives, and empty hand combat, through a, um, a student of Dan Asanto, who was um, Bruce Lee's training partner. Um, wow way back when, who, who um, helped bring this art to, to the Western world. And, um, and uh, I learned a lot of forms at first. I was just learning all the forms, but not so much application of the art. And after about a year, I was then introduced to my, my now teacher, Grandmaster Felix Royles, who, um, who is a, a Grandmaster from the Philippines, from, from Cebu. And when I met him, Everything that I had learned in terms of uh, just forms and patterns and so on, it clicked because he was teaching just mainly application of everything. I started training with him in a, in a group pretty much every week. And he then, <laughs> throughout the first year, kept asking me to compete, which, um, which at the time I, um, I, I didn't feel that I was ready for that. Um, I had been dealing with, uh, with some health issues. I had a a big breakdown of, of health uh, in about 2009, 2010, um, just from pushing my body so so hard in the in the fitness industry, and uh, it caused me to have um, first an autoimmune disease, um, and then uh, an underfunctioning thyroid due to all the medication that I was given. Um, Western medicine told me that I had to be on a medication every day for the rest of my life and uh, and that there was no cure for what I was uh, dealing with um, so that was um, that was that was very tough to hear because I was dealing with with chronic pains and fatigue and depression and everything that that goes with that so but at I that had, so at that point you were just 
ready to give up probably. I can't say I was ready to give up, but I, you know, I had heard and learned that the body can heal itself. And, you know, I really chose to believe that. And I, and I, I did my best to find alternative ways. I, I tried to get off the medication that I was given and uh, supplement it with, uh, with herbs and whatever else I, I could find that was natural. And so I, um, I started researching uh, other healing modalities and discovered um, Qigong. I, um, Which you I still are heavily involved with that. <laughs> yes, I am. I um, I, I met my uh, my teacher. His name is Grandmaster Joe. He's he's now eighty three years old, and a grandmaster from China. He's both um, a practitioner and a qigong healer. So qigong is one of three ancient healing arts in China, along with herbology and acupuncture. And um, qi means your life force, the life force that's in all living things in nature and all around us, within us. And gong translates to cultivation. So qigong means life force cultivation. And I started seeing him um, once a week. And he then invited me to come to his house on the weekends and practice qigong. He then took me in as a student. And he said, practice qigong every day and get a, a, a treatment once a week. He said, take half your medication now for the next two weeks, and then after that, you stop. But then you keep practicing Qigong every day. And I followed his advice, and within three months, I was able to completely heal um, this underfunctioning thyroid, and I haven't been on any medication since, and that's now over over six years. Wow, that's incredible. So, so at what point were you... Uh, in your recovery when you were being asked by Felix to start competing? Um, that, was, uh, that was about the first year of, of, of my recovery, of having started to practice Qigong as well. And I was still dealing with, with aches and pains at that time, and I couldn't uh, see, see it possible. I didn't see it possible for me to start competing in this art yet. Mm-hmm. But after the first year of just being dedicated to my practice and, and, and having a healthy lifestyle and and eating healthy also, organic. I started eating much more plant-based nutrition and, and adding um, different herbs and, and, and things into my daily, daily nutrition. So after a year, all the pain that I was dealing with, the chronic pain in the knees and everywhere, um, it, it vanished, it went away. So after that year, I was then, again, Grandma Felix kept asking me to compete over and over again. And then I finally decided, okay, it's, it's time to, to see where, where I'm at and, um, and what I'm capable of. That's, that's amazing. So what was the first competition? Do you remember your – what was it like? The, yeah. So the first competition was uh, – it was the GSBA Western Regional, so Global Stick and Blade Alliance um, Western Regionals in uh, California. Uh, I competed in three, three or four, four different disciplines, and uh, I mean we had done a lot of sparring, so we spar as well when we when we train. So right. I was already accustomed to the actual, you know, fighting aspect of it. Um, 
but going in there and actually compete like full-on competing in competition was uh it was pretty amazing because it 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 reawoke my my we call my fighting spirit my my like warrior spirit we all i think everybody has this this uh flame inside of us we all have this fire inside of us and 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 sometimes we don't even feel that it is there and all it takes is for something to ignite that flame and and that was that was that competition that did that it it completely um it it felt like i was i was uh being reborn again, mm-hmm. being able to, to, you know, just physically being able to use my body in ways that I hadn't been able to in a long time. Right. And had fun. You know, I really, I really enjoyed it. I had fun and um, was blessed to win uh, all the, all the, um, the disciplines I entered into. Oh, that's in, in my, in my division. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was, uh, that was the beginning. Well, and just to look back on all the health problems that you had had and to have accomplished that must have just felt amazing. Yes, that's why I, I say it's, it felt like a, a, a rebirth, you know, not, not in a, in a re- religious sense, but in a, in, a, in a physical sense as well, you know, and, and having found something also that I, was, that I was good at. Like I found something I felt I was good at, and I mm-hmm. think that's, that's important. Yeah. You know? it's, it's figuring out what we're good at in life. And, and that then becomes our passion. And so where did you take your passion after that first fight? Well, then we, you know, then I was, of course, asked if I wanted to compete again. I'm like, yes, I do. I, I had found out that the, that the world championship was to be held in the Philippines, in Cebu. Every, every four years it's held in the Philippines. Which um, is where it all began. Which is the origin of the art, yeah. And... Uh, I thought, well, what greater way to to experience the, the art and and uh, and honor my teacher than to to compete in the origin of the art and also learn about the culture and and see where my my teacher, where Grandmaster Felix was um, was from, where he grew up, and uh, and learn about that. So I set the intention on on making that happen and uh, qualified in. In the nationals, um, qualified in the nationals to go and represent uh, Team USA in the World Championship in the Philippines. And you did awesome. You won that um, fight in the single sticks uh, fighting championship in yes. Cebu. And um, and that wasn't an easy thing because at the time you ha- just getting there was tough for you. Do you want to talk about the challenges of just getting to the competition? Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, leading up, uh, to the, to the tournament or, or leading up to the world championship, I, uh, I'd, of course set the intention to go, but the, the sport is still at a, it's still growing and there aren't as many sponsors in the sport. So, um, most of the fighters have to make their own way to, to get there, uh, you know, to, to pay their own right. flight and hotel and, and expenses and everything that, you know, it costs to get there. And that, so that can be costly, right, to fly all over the place. And, right. um, but I, when I decided I wanted to go, I, I saw it as possible. And I, I, I visualized myself standing, 
with my hand raised in the finals. That that's 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 the vision that I I saw and that's the vision that I had and and I just started training. We started training um, every week several times and working in our conditioning and and techniques and speed and footwork and so on. Um, but about uh, a month or so out, a month and a half, maybe even two months out, I was dealing with a lot of uh, challenges in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm an actor and, a, and I have a personal training business as well. And, and work wasn't, um, I wasn't as busy with work as I would have liked to have been. And that then affected my, my income as well. And um, up to about three, three weeks out, it didn't look like I was going to be able to, to make it and, and go. Mm-hmm. And, and I had started to let uh, the circumstances of my life get in the way. Um, all the distractions kind of getting away from, from the main focus, which was to you know, go and compete in the Philippines. Right. And I started feeling um, a little bit demotivated, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little less motivated to go uh, just because <clears throat> I didn't I didn't see the possibility I didn't mean that it wasn't possible I just couldn't see the you know how I didn't mm-hmm. see how it was possible um, but I still kept on training because I had a, a teammate who was going as well and he had already gotten his ticket and was set up to go so I thought well if I can't go I at least want to make sure that that he goes and is as prepared as he possibly can be. So I kept showing up and and uh, to training and sparring and, and just doing what I could to, to, to help him as well. And then uh, about two, two weeks, two and a half weeks out, I, um, I get a phone call from a friend. And um, this is after two days. Um, I, had, I, me- I meditate every day. And I had uh, sat in meditation and said, if I'm meant to go, please, you know, help me. <laughs> right. You know, if I'm really meant to go, I've prepared myself. Just help me. And I, I kind of let go of it. And then two days later, I got a phone call from my friend um, John, who um, I hadn't spoken to in several months. And he calls me up. He said, hey, hey, Tom, so how have you been? You'd been in Europe and. He said, so did you go to the, the world championship yet? He knew, he knew I had qualified. I said, no, I haven't been yet. It's in, it's in two weeks. And uh, I said, it, right now, it, it doesn't look like I'm going. It doesn't look like it's possible right now. He said, well, have you, have you prepared? Have you been training? I said, yeah, I have. He said, well, he said, you're going. I'm going to set up a fundraiser for you, and we're going to raise the money for you to go. Wow. So overnight, he set up the fundraiser, and within uh, six days, through uh, friends and family and people I didn't even didn't even know, <laughs> raised um, raised all the funds uh, for me to get my my tickets to go. Now within that, there was a there was actually a challenge as well. Because mm-hmm. um, because of the fundraiser was a go it was a GoFundMe page, mm-hmm. and they only release funds once every two weeks at the time, once every fifteen days, oh, which wow. meant I had the money in the account, but I couldn't access it. Oh no! <laughs> so I, 
So I was like, ah, oh, I got the money, but I can't buy my tickets until the money is oh is, is available. So as I was just met with obstacle after obstacle, um, a challenge after challenge, and um, and a friend then said, hey, you know what? I'll get the tickets for you. He he bought the tickets for me, and then I, uh, you know, would then pay him back after after I had the funds available. So um, it all just became possible with with friends really just helping out for me to go to the Philippines. So um, four days before the tournament, I uh, had my tickets and, uh, and I was, um, I was blessed to, to fight some of the best fighters in, in the world and, and make it all the way to the, to the finals where I met the, um, the Philippine military champion in the final. And, you know, when you say obstacles after obstacles or challenge after challenge, it it it, it didn't stop until the very end, because I now knew I had to 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 fight <laughs> the Philippine military champion on his home right, turf. Right, this iconic person. Yeah, with three with three um, judges from the Philippine and Philippines and an, oh, and, a, and an Australian um, an Australian uh, ring supervisor. And looking at it, I go, wow, this does not look like it's going to go my way. But then mm -hmm. I thought about, well, two weeks ago, I didn't even see it was possible. I didn't see how I was gonna, going to make it to the Philippines. Now I'm here. And now mm -hmm. I'm about to fight in the finals. So, you know, anything is possible. And, you know... I, I had the energy of all the people that have helped me get there, all the training, the, the coaches, and everybody who, who had supported me and helped me get there. I felt that I wasn't just, you know, fighting for, for myself, but, but with everybody was, <clears throat> was my team. So Right. So those are the thoughts that are running <clears throat> through your mind as you're standing on the sidelines, getting ready to fight? Yeah, yes. And, and I thought, you know, this might not go my way, but I'm going to give it everything that I have. And if he wants to win this fight, he's going to have to earn it. That's, that's, that was my, those are my thoughts going in. And, uh, and I just kept holding the, the, the vision I had of having my hands raised. Um, mm -hmm. And so I went into that fight, and it was the hardest fight I've ever had. I mean, it was the hardest fight I've ever had. And, you know, when you're, when you're in, a, in a fight like that and you're pushing your body to, to extremes and your arms are getting tired and your body wants to, you know, wants to give in and your mind starts telling you to stop, <laughs> mm -hmm. that's really where, where everything, all the training and everything sets in. Because it's really, you know, not a fight with someone else. It's really a fight with yourself. And it's really about raising above that because I learned that I had to hold the vision till the very end, no matter what it looks like. I'd have to fight till the very end and not give up. And, 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 and so that's, that's what I did. I just kept pushing myself and we fought till the very last second and it was a super close fight. In the end, there was a lot of commotion, but I, I knew I had, I had, I had, a. Uh, um, given my all. I, I just knew I had given everything I had. And mm -hmm. no matter what way it was going to go, I knew I at least had done my best. 
And there was then a lot of commotion. The the judges were, you know, they were checking the scores, and and then the the the, the team from the the Philippine military came up and were talking to the judges. And my coach went up, and then they were sent away, and then they, they called up uh, uh, the 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 ring judges, and there was all this stuff going on. How many rounds are there? There are uh, normally there are three rounds. But then, if it's really close, it goes to a fourth round, which is then the the the, the deciding round. So mm-hmm. before and before in time, there were no limit to the rounds. Actually, um, my my teacher, uh, Grandmaster Felix, when he fought in the world championship and won, he fought nine rounds, and they changed mm-hmm. the rules after that uh, that fight, and and turned it into four rounds. So four was the maximum. So eventually we were we were then called up, <laughs> and then my my arm was raised, oh. and I just uh, collapsed in uh, <laughs> joy and bliss and tears and uh, you know all these emotions uh, had led up you know everything had led up to that moment, and it was only because of of never giving up. Never giving up, That's no right. matter what was thrown at me, no matter what things looked like, you know, I just I had to keep on going and on that on that path also have have friends and, and family who supported me, you know, who who mm-hmm. who um, kept helping me see, you know, the the end result and um, mm-hmm. and and not get distracted. So. Right. Well, that's just amazing how you could handle that pressure so well of being against the top Philippine fighter on his own turf, as you said. And is there anything else that you can remember doing or that you typically do to handle that pressure? You talked about keeping that vision. Yeah, well, I, 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 so I practiced Qigong uh, before mm-hmm. every fight that I, that I had. Uh, Qigong is a moving meditation. Like when you say before, are you talking about minutes before or like earlier no, that day? When or? I arrive to the uh, to the arena, the place where the fights are taking place, I, I find a quiet mm-hmm. spot and I, 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 I meditate and I just practice Qigong, which is, you know, really about just balancing the chi and quieting the mind and, and mm-hmm. getting focused and... And then I also, you know, I listen to music as well. That's um, because music is powerful, right? You, you, you can mm-hmm. use that; it, it can give you a lot of energy. So I live to, I listen to uh, to music as well. To, to, to usually listen to calming music or uh, fighting rhythmic music. No, it would it, it would be. Uh, I've probably listened to like epic movie music <laughs> that uh-huh. that that, uh, that really gets me going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, can you compare for me how that last fight in um, Cebu, Philippines, compared to your more recent one in London? Yes. Uh, well, I can I can tell you what was different, um, and then I can tell you what the similarities are. So, um, the difference was this time, I, without a doubt, I knew it was possible to go and win. And also raise the money to do so. Like I, I, I knew that it was possible. Um, the first time it was, it was you know fig- figuring out how, and uh, and there wasn't as much certainty. 
as there was this time. Um, I, I had been invited to to fight for the Luxembourg uh, team in the European Championship in London, and um, because my family has lived there for for um, twenty seven years or however many years since since nineteen yeah nineteen ninety, so twenty twenty eight years yeah. So I I grew up oh. there. I, I moved there when I was nine with my family and and um, and lived there for twelve years before I moved to the United States. So okay. I had to meet the, the Luxembourgish team in London. And I, I said, well, the only way I, I'd go is if, uh, if uh, Felix could go with me as well and be in, in, in the corner and, and also mm-hmm. help the, the team out because of his, um, his expertise in, within, within that. Um, he's a three-time world champion and um, also was a trainer for the Philippine national team. So... Having him in my corner is definitely a huge, a huge asset, you know. And and um, right. And I, um, I so I created this game around it. I, I said, okay, this is the the game. We're gonna raise the money to go to London, and then we're gonna go and win the the European Championship, and then spend go spend um, a week with my family in in Luxembourg. After that was a goal. And um, so again, I set up, uh, this time I set up a fundraiser and um, just created little training videos and offered anybody who, who would help get us there and, um, and help us uh, promote the art that um, they would then get a one-on-one training, uh, stick fighting training, qigong and, and health and, and nutrition co- consultation uh, from me. And again, um, on the last day of the deadline, where we actually a day before we had to fly out, um, we managed to raise 102 percent of the of the funds to go. So we um, we flew out and met the team in in London, and um, again <laughs> fought my way to to the finals. But before I did that. Um, the night before, we had just been to the weigh-in. Um, the team said... You had just been to the uh, where? Uh, oh, to the, the weigh-in. Weigh yeah, registration yeah. and weigh-in. Uh, the mm-hmm. Luxembourg team uh, said, hey, let's go Let's go to a restaurant and, and have some dinner. And Felix and I were really tired. I mean, I, I know I was tired from the jet lag. We had just arrived a day, a day earlier, a day or two earlier. And I was still pretty... Um, pretty impacted by the jet lag and I said I just you know want to go home and rest so I'm ready for 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 tomorrow so and and they insisted no you got you got to go and then Felix started telling me as well yeah we we should go to this restaurant so we so I said okay so we go to this restaurant and in the middle of um, of dinner my family shows up they show up at this restaurant in London I had no idea so they had somehow my sisters had somehow uh, organized or orchestrated with the team to meet us there and surprise me. So, Aww. so that was uh, that was really emotional when they showed up. I'm like, this, you know, now it doesn't even matter whether I win or not. I just, I already feel like I did, you know, for them being there. That's right. Having never, you know, and they had never witnessed me me fight before. You know, they'd only heard about it or seen videos and. But they were there, and um, 
they then came and spent the whole day and supported the team and, and myself. And um, I fought myself all the way to the finals and now had to meet the British, uh, the British champion, um, Richard Gordon, in, uh, in the finals. And again, mm -hmm. uh, there were some British referees as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, uh, but, you know, I knew that we had put in the work. Um, I had worked really hard at it. I, I knew that it was possible. I, my, especially with my family being there, it was like, there was, there was no shred of doubt. I just, it was just, it was a done deal. Mm -hmm. And, um, gave it my all and it was a tough fight. I mean, he's a, he's a great fighter, Richard Gordon. He really is. And mm -hmm. I was able to, to disarm him in this, in the second round. And, uh, and, and that was, that was pretty much it. Um, he, he started losing a little bit of his focus after that. And I just kept, I just kept the pressure on him. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm -hmm. give him a time to, to really, um, get, get a break. In between, in, right. in between exchanges, yeah, and, and that was it. <laughs> I, I, we, I, I can't say I won because I, I really didn't win anything. It was a we effort because without everybody else contributing, you know, none of all of this would have been possible. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's really we, we won. You know, a team yeah, effort. It was really a team effort, and then. Team Luxembourg, we went on all the way to fight in the team fights and also made it all the way to the finals and we came we came second in the finals. We won silver in the in the overall finals uh, mm -hmm. as a team, which was pretty remarkable because we were probably the smallest team that was there. Wow. And um, and And you brought home how many golds and medals? Uh, I brought home two gold medals. Well, I think we had two, uh, in total, I have to look at, at how many everybody else got. I think there was 14, either 14 or 16 medals in total, if I remember correct. But don't hold me to that. <laughs> and your hands are in the air again. <laughs> you did it. I did it. And <laughs> this time with my, with, my, uh, you know, with my family present. And that was really a magical thing. You know, on top of that, uh, Richard Gordon, my opponent, was just such a gentleman. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's so much camaraderie there and, and, and friendship. And that's really what's so great about these tournaments is, you know, we mm -hmm. go into the ring to give our best but and, and fight each other. But it also serves for us to become better. You know, I, I really mm -hmm. believe martial arts is not it's not about hurting each other. It's about becoming better, being the best version of of yourself and helping others be that as well not only uh, physically but mentally and emotionally also because it's also internally it's it's not just physical right? right it's a mental game and an emotional game just as much and mm -hmm. um and then to be able to to sh to share the art and, and honor my my teachers uh, grandmaster felix's heritage and, and lineage and and promote this art um you know, is, is really a great honor. And it was mm -hmm. an amazing adventure. And then I got to go see my family and spend some quality time Aww. with them afterwards. So that was really Oh, good. that's so amazing. Yeah. Well, I like how you talked about the people that made it possible and the friendships. and Yeah, it's teamwork, you know. 
with 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 anything in life, not just not mm-hmm. just with fighting and martial arts. Not I I really um, I, I I liken martial arts to to life itself, and especially you know fighting. In, in, when when you're in the ring and you're fighting, um, you you don't know what your opponent is going to do. You have no idea what is going to come at you, so you can't really go in with much of a of a predetermined plan you can go in with being prepared as possible so you have all the tools combinations and whatever else but what really matters is being fully present in the moment you have to see you have to hear you have to feel and then what determines the outcome is your ability to respond to whatever comes at you you have to respond in the moment that determines the outcome. If you're thinking, you've lost the fight because you have, don't have time to, to, to think. But mm-hmm. the way you react is, is determined by the work you have put in prior. And life is the same way. When something happens to you in life, whatever it is, the outcome or the result is determined upon how you choose to react to what happens. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you can choose to see everything as a blessing or a curse. And, and there are many ways you can deal with something. But your ability to deal with whatever comes up is what determines the, the outcome. And life as in, mm-hmm. as in fighting. And you've mentored other people along the same lines of that philosophy. Are you currently involved in any mentoring? I know you've mentored children and schools and done some training there yes i i i do well well i i teach qigong now as well and and uh and then i also i work with a company called the captivating company and we uh we teach communication um in schools middle schools uh, to high school and and then i also do some some private life coaching for for teenagers as well and and i what we teach in schools is, um, you know, body language, how to tell a story, how to use your voice, that you have a voice, that you matter, that um, the most important communication you have and will always have in, in life is is your communication with yourself because that determines how you also are with others. And, you know, as, as without, so within and you can use your voice to either empower yourself or build yourself up or, or break yourself down. And, and when you understand that, then you have the power to create the life that you want to create. So that's, that's what, I, what, I, what I practice myself and, and what, I also, um, what I also do my best to, to pass on. Mm-hmm. And kids <clears throat> need that today. Everyone needs that. But... Kids especially who are dealing with all kinds of peer pressure and pressure from parents and school teachers and everything. I think it's that's yeah. Funny. I think it's it's very important um, to to have these skills because it's it's they're skills for life. A lot of things you learn in school. I mean, the things I learned in school that I never ever use in my life. Um, but then there's certain life skills that that they that are not taught in schools, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are of course things you can use like basic basic things uh, or unless you go into a specialized field of some kind but then there are skills like life skills that that are not taught in schools and it's really important that the kids learn these skills 
Mm-hmm. What could you tell somebody who's just really struggling in martial arts right now to get where they need to be? Like, how can they feel like they're making progress um, well, toward their it's, goals? It's important to have a, a good teacher. You know, find find a great teacher, and then also it's important to be patient with yourself. I've I've learned that um, not to hurry or to rush learning because when I started, I wanted to you know learn everything that day <laughs> and be the best I could be that day. But that's also really what you have to do, just do the best that you can every time. And it's it's not a race; it's it's a marathon, right? Um, mm-hmm. My my Qigong teacher, Master Joe, always says, "Just relax, happy, relax." He said, "Happy, relax. Don't mm-hmm. don't uh, d- don't hurry. Just just uh, you know, just learn. Keep showing up. Keep learning." And and there's um there's a, a Chinese saying as well, which is, "Don't don't be uh, afraid of going slow. Be afraid of standing still." Mm. So wow. so they're really are no failures in life there really aren't you know they're just lessons that you can learn from and mm-hmm. anybody who has who has um, you know gotten any kind of success in life they have failed multiple times to get there um, there mm-hmm. there's a saying as well a, a master has failed more times than a beginner has even tried and and right. that's very true life is meant to be ups and downs that's that's part of it you know if you uh, mm-hmm. if you look at an EKG, you know a heart monitor. Right. If it's just a straight line, what does that mean? That you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> right. So when there are these dips that go, when you know that shows a heartbeat, it means you're alive. And, and these, so these ups mm-hmm. and downs are it's it's part of it. It's part of what it is to you know to be a human being. So. That's a good way to think. So of it. if you're struggling with martial arts and you you don't you 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 feel you're not progressing, I'd say, you know, accept where you're at and look at ways that you can learn new things, you know, find, find a great teacher. I'm, I'm only where I'm at because of the teachers that I, that I have and, and, mm-hmm. and have, um, you know, I've set the intention to find these teachers and they have shown up in my life and, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm extremely grateful for that. Both uh, Grandmaster Felix, Master Joe, and then also uh, Michael Jai White, who's a who's a close friend of mine and a, and a mentor as well, and a, and a big inspiration mm-hmm. um, for my martial arts. And I, I get to train with him uh, fairly often, and and uh, and that's really great. But it's it wasn't until I set the intention of learning that mm-hmm. you know that my teachers started showing up. So setting that intention first yes. and being prepared to learn and be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's great. Life will, life will meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. You set the, and it's really, it's, that's the reason I was able to, to accomplish all the, these things is because of intention. I ha, I, it's mm-hmm. the power of intention. I set the intention and saw the vision to have something and I started taking action towards it. And when you do that, life starts to support your your intention and starts bringing people or circumstances into your life for you to have what it is you're you want to accomplish what are the other things that you're working on right now in your life so i uh um i i 
train people. I train uh, f- fitness and I teach uh, Qigong and I also help uh, my teacher, um, Grandmaster Felix, as well with, with seminars. We actually just shot a digital seminar. And then I also just completed a Qigong video um, of the first level. Then I work with uh, kids. I coach, uh, life coach. And then I also uh, occasionally work uh, security jobs, executive protection I've done for, um, for many years. And so here and there I, I, get, I get jobs, um, different jobs working executive protection. And then my childhood passion is uh, and, and dream. And the reason I came to the United States was because um, I wanted to do action movies uh, mm-hmm. as, as an actor. And, uh, and I, I get to do that. I uh, I work on, on on TV and film as well here and there, and I write also. So I just finished writing a, a movie that I am um, I'm actually looking to now develop into a, a TV series. That's great. Do you want to tell us what that'll be called? Yeah, it's it's actually it's called uh, Ulf, which is a Nordic word for wolf. It's called mm. Ulf, a Viking a Viking story, and it's a story about a Viking and his men that are exiled from the north and they have to regroup um, because they were they were ambushed by a rivaling viking tribe they they have to leave the north and regroup in uh, in what they call miklagard which is uh, which was constantinople and now istanbul which was a great trading place back back in that time and they then discover through an old man they meet the sea route to to China and Asia, and this is their journey uh, leading there. And it's an epic action adventure, uh, full of land and sea battles and and uh, martial arts, and uh, and of course there's a love story in there as well. So if if I was to sum it up, it's it's um, Braveheart and Gladiator meets Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger, and The Last Samurai. Oh, I can't wait to see it. That'll be awesome. Hey, before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to find out a little bit more. You, I mean, you've talked about Qigong mm. and meditation. and um, Could you tell me a little bit more about your training routines and how um, Plum Dragon products have been involved in some of your training or injury recoveries? Yeah, absolutely. So I've... I've um... I use the the Dita Jiao, uh, the different formulas, uh, both the the Bruce Jews and the advanced formulas, um, when I when I train. So both to heal bruises and also to to protect to protect joints. I, I'll put it on my my knees and elbows and joints before I I train, and uh, and use it for for the healing of bruises as well because it is a full contact sport. So um, <laughs> you will get bruised. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's unavoidable. Uh, but the better you get, the less bruised you get because mm-hmm. <laughs> you learn to get you learn to get out of the way and protect yourself. Um, but it, it does happen. So I, I you know I, I use it um, for that purpose, and it's and it and it works. I mean, it's um, it really works great. So I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of it, and. I love to uh, to talk about it as well because every martial artist needs an mm-hmm. ally <laughs> to help right. heal, and um, and these are uh, many different herbs um, in formulas that have been 
passed down for for generations and generations. It's um, it was used in ancient China as well in the temples. I know practicing iron fist kung fu and iron palm kung fu and and uh, and it's a great ally for any martial artist or even if you're not mm-hmm. a martial artist if you're dealing with. Uh, um, I, I gave some to my my parents. Um, because my dad was dealing with some arthritis in his hands and he had a broken foot that he was still having pains in and and his arthritis would go away when he uses it on his on mm-hmm. both on his hand and on his foot the pain would go away and he would have more mobility and uh, and my mom uses this as well on on her shoulder pretty much pretty much daily so um, you don't have to be a martial artist. Um, it, it can help you in, yes, in different ways. Yes, that's so true. I gave it to my son yesterday when he came home from school and said he fell on his knee. I'm like, you need Bruce juice right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this interview with us. I know you're busy. My pleasure. And, uh, and thanks to everybody who's, uh, who's listening. Uh, I, I, uh, I know that uh, people who will listen have, have probably found this, you know, I don't believe in in uh, coincidence. Mm-hmm. You know, the the word coincidence in math means to coincide, which means perfect alignment. Mm-hmm. And um, so, if somebody gets something positive out of uh, out of what um, I have I've shared today, then uh, then that's great. <laughs> then that's all worth it, and, and I really appreciate. Um, you listening and dedicating yourself to being a better martial artist and a better human being because um, the world needs that, especially today with everything that's going on. It's so. so true. And thank you so much. You've just got such a generous spirit about you. And I know that our listeners are going to learn a lot from this podcast and not only um, things that they can apply to their training, but like you said, to their life ambitions in general. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us today. For more training tips from Tom, be sure to visit us at PlumDragonHerbs.com, where we will post show notes and helpful tips to staying in the game. And if you like the show, we'd love to hear from you on iTunes. Until next time. Mm